You're listening to Say So Collective by Shay, Amina, and Yvette. Here you'll get honest conversation about life, career, and everything in between from your favorite millennial influencers. All right, welcome back to the Say So Collective podcast with Shay, Amina, and Yvette. Today we are diving into friendships. Specifically adult friendships because those are widely different from, you know, friendships that we had when we were younger, friendships even in college. I think we've all experienced kind of the changing dynamics of an adult friendship and the, I guess, different level of effort that goes into maintaining an adult friendship. And so, you know, let's get right into it. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm always laughing. I know this. because I, I wish I could see my face. <laughs> it's, it's Shay's face, and then I look at Amina's face, and I just wow. I'm gonna be the one laughing it, all the time. You know, oh, we're gonna get right into it. Okay. We're gonna get right into it. Okay, okay. So, real talk, adult friendships are hard. Let's just get that out the way. And Let's when just... we say adult, it's really just after you're out of school, whether that's high school and you go into your real life, or if it's especially like after college, because I think that if you do go to college, it gives you the opportunity to still feel like you're an adult, yet you have the structure and the opportunities to kind of make friends in these groups or class. After that, it's like the Wild West. You better hold on to those friends. Real tricky. Just kidding. Sometimes you don't. don't (laughs) Sometimes you don't hold on. But yeah, yeah, it's a different dynamic. And I think everybody has experienced a situation where, you know, you've had to adjust to the changing dynamic of a friendship. Or like we just said, you had to have let go of a friendship. Or, you know, you just have had to, I mean, sometimes welcome new friendships. So we're going to be talking about all of that just because, you know, we're all here in our now 30s. And Mm. I would definitely say that... That hurt. I know you're sorry. Just kidding. We're so young. No, we are young, but you know, you just, wow, you just don't ever think about your life in your 30s when you're not 30. Well, you're not 30. Like, I've never thought about friendships when when I was 21. I just didn't because Mm -hmm. I was just like, oh, you know, things are just what they are. I'm going to be friends with these people forever. Yeah. Yeah. But that's how we thought. Yeah. <laughs> that's how we thought growing up. We were like, wow, this is going to be my best friend till the end. And I'm going to, everything about them is just, we're just always going to be thick, thick as thieves. thieves. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, reality starts to set in. And I think, you know, it's natural. It's natural. It's and natural. Having to adjust to that natural change of friendship. And I think that is something that a lot of us, I know myself for sure, it was hard for me to sort of accept that because in my mind, I like things to sort of stay as they are. I'm a very like, hey, if this is what it is, then this is how it needs to be. Until recently where I've kind of started embracing more change in all aspects of my life. And so with that change also came the change of like my friendships and how they are, how we interact with each other, the level of the friendships I have with different people. And so it's been a very eye-opening experience having friends as an adult, which I'm grateful. Literally, I'm grateful. And I think we can all say we're grateful to have friends as an adult because mm-hmm. like we mentioned in the last episode, community is very important, especially like community that's not necessarily always work-related. Community is important just in general. And so, but to that point. Yeah, let's get down hard. and dirty. Like, why is it hard? <laughs> why are friendships harder as we get older? 
Well, like I know me and Amina, we did not live in California prior to now. So when you move to another city, state, wherever, it's just going to be hard to, one, keep up and maintain the friendships that you had in your previous area that you live. Yeah, basically previous life. And make new friends in your new life. So, I mean, that's just hard, period. I don't think anybody can say, oh, I just moved here, unless you know somebody who already has a big group of friends and then you like came in and their friend squad. Other than that, you are starting from scratch and somebody has to get to know you now. And then you have to like let your people know from your old friends, your old life, hey, I'm still that person from my old life. I'm friends with you, but I'm also friends with these new people. And like, Mm -hmm. I'm still that person, which is hard to balance. Because, you know, people love to say you changed. But, you know, <laughs> they do. I haven't really experienced that right now or anything. But I know people say that often, like, oh, you moved, blah, 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 and you changed. And you're like... You moved to the big city and you switched You up. switched up. You got mm. different friends. You got... And you're like, wait, I'm the same person. I just, one, have a new life. It's been 10 years. And I made new friends in that new chapter of my life. So, obviously, you're going to be different or you're going to do different things with your new friends. But, again, that's still hard and it's hard to maintain old friends and new friends, and then trying to balance life. Just saying that made me stressed. (laughs) I think that something that is not discussed enough, I think especially when we're younger, is just that evolution of friendship and how to have and maintain healthy friendships. Because I do think that there are so many different levels of friends, tiers of kind of friendships, although that I wouldn't necessarily like – very specifically like classify them like, okay, I can only fit you in my group of friends where it's just social. Like things happen just naturally. And I think that kind of approaching just relationships in general with an open heart and not trying to be possessive in your friendships, just make having friends so much easier and more freeing. Obviously, it's good to have boundaries with everyone in your life. But as life changes, I think that with anybody that you love, you want to see them happy. You want to see them successful. And maybe there comes a point where you don't fit into their life in the same way that you used to, but you can see that they're thriving and you have to kind of be okay with that. And maybe that means reestablishing what kind of friends that you are and letting that happen naturally. It could be a conversation if you're not sure. Or yeah, you just kind of let things flow. And I think that communication is such an important thing in friendships. But I think what has made it a little bit easier for me, I have moved quite a lot. After high school, I moved just a couple hours away from my hometown to college. And I knew one person there that definitely helped me meet new people. But from there, I found people that were kind of more aligned with the direction that I was going and started to hang out with those people a little bit more, still maintaining my friendship with that person, but started to look a little bit different. And I think that as time has gone on, I've seen that that seems to be the natural way that friendships sort of happen, where it's not like jumping around or anything, but it just feels like you need to be surrounded by people who are aligned with where you are or where you want to go that are able to kind of give you that soul food that you need in the season that you're in. And you're able to do that for them too. And I don't think that's something that should be forced. Well, I think what you said, you said something and I was like, oh yeah, 
I think, oh, letting it flow, letting friendships flow. And I think the biggest thing about that is like friendships are relationships. Yeah. So like if you're going to be forced in your relationship, like a romantic relationship, then you're going to be forced in your friendships and it shows. Oh, but that's people, because they're, they're the same thing. They're just, mm-hmm. you're just not romantic with that person. So if you're like somebody who lets everything kind of go with the flow, then you will naturally see how your friendships flow. And what you were saying about like the levels, obviously you're not going to be like, this is my going out friend, even though I have friends in my mind. <laughs> I do in my mind, they are the going out friend, the this friend, but you're not going to say that to that person, but naturally you already know the dynamics of the friendship mm-hmm. and in your head, it's like, okay, this person I hit up when I want to go hang out, go out, maybe like have a wild time. I don't know what I'm yeah. doing that, but you know, that is like, you have that person that you know you're going to do that with, but it's like, but you know, it's like a, a natural establishment girl. though, <laughs> then being like, okay. I'm writing my name, her name down. She is a girl that I do this with. Okay, mm, let me make yeah. sure she knows that. Let me, yes. you know, not tell her anything because I don't want to cross the line. Like when you start getting a little, yeah, with I this. think yeah. being controlling in friendships is the easiest way to lose friend- friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that giving people grace and recognizing them and where they are, like. I think your role as a friend is to love people sometimes either from afar or when they need to be in Mm -hmm. your presence. And obviously, it's a two-way street, so you want to make sure that you're giving and also receiving something from them too. But I also don't like to approach relationships that way. But when I see that it's happening naturally and it feels just like a good flow, good energy, nothing feels forced, I'm giving and receiving then it just feels like, okay, wow, this is somebody that I can count on. This is somebody that's there for me and let's keep it going. Yeah. But if it feels like it, that kind of fades back, like making sure they're okay and making sure you're okay. Are you guys good without being in each other's lives as Mm -hmm. much? Mm. It's just always making assessments as needed and being okay with that. I just feel like in my adult friendships, I just need peace only. I have no time for anything. Ooh, peace. Peace. Yeah. peace. I agree. And I think that you mentioned like communication, which I is extremely important. I mean, with any relationship, really, whether that's familial, romantic, mm-hmm. friendship, but like just being able to communicate what it is that you may be feeling at any given moment and being honest with each other, too. Sometimes there's some unspoken where it's just like we kind of know what it is right now, which is totally fair, too. But then there's other times where I know I've had to, like, have literal conversations like, okay, this is what it is or this is what we are going to do. And also understanding that we are ever-changing, ever-growing. You know, like, who we were literally 10 years ago is, I would assume, not the same person that we are, like, today. And if you've been friends with somebody for an extended period of time, I think it's giving people the grace to change a bit. And you obviously have the right to decide, too. Like, "Mm, am I comfortable with this change? Because look, you may not be, which, you know, everybody has their own feelings about that, whatever. And you also have the right to move as you please based on that. But, you know, I think that there's a tendency for people to hold people to a set like, an expectation of who they always were Mm -hmm. at one point in time. And so when, as we grow and change as adults, when we start to change, it's like, oh, that's not how you were. But it's just like, well, obviously— now because you know life 
I'm yeah. not going to be the same person I was. That And this is, I mean, this is just a very general explanation, but a lot of us, almost all of us, I would say 100% of us are not going to be the same person we were then. And so right. being not. comfortable, I mean, I hope right. not, y'all. We grow and we're changing. We are evolving and maturing. But I hope that we each feel comfortable enough to either have the conversation or be okay with the changes, not just for ourselves, but even like our friends, because they're yeah. also changing too. And so, you know, when life changes are happening to them, kind of adjusting based on those changes that are happening. And again, we are 30 plus. So changes are happening, y'all. Like people are living, married, kids, yeah, more marriage, more kids. <laughs> you They're know, moving. it's- like, And moving. People like, move still, yeah. There's so many changes happening and, you know, that can make friendship a little harder, honestly, just because it's just like, oh, whoa. You know, somebody may be in one stage of life and it's just like, okay, well, I'm not there, mm-hmm. but you're still having to find- a way to sort of balance it out because you care for that person. So you're willing to adjust. But at the end of the day, it it is harder. And I think a lot of people sometimes feel bad that it's a little difficult. Like, oh, you know, I just want things to just be Be very easy easy peasy. And it can be, but there is a level of effort, I think, with any type of anything that you do, friendships included. So Yeah, any relationship is going to be effort. Yeah, Any relationship is going to be nurturing or you're going to need nurturing, all the things. And it's so worth it. Well, you want it, you want it to be worth it. So I think that, you know, I am so appreciative of my friends who have more type A qualities than me. And so they're always like the leaders of group outings and events and things like that. And that person who is very organized with their friendships, like I love to pour into them in different ways. Or like I'm glad that they kind of keep things more planned and just make sure that we're seeing each other more frequently Mm -hmm. and maybe their love language is different than yours. And so then from there, that gives you the opportunity to show your appreciation for them in other ways where, you know, you can plan things for them. Or if you know, if you know that somebody is organized, it's like, put it on the calendar. I love a good calendar. calendar Please send it. I just really appreciate those finer details. And sometimes like, I think that, you know, everybody's life is so busy. And so making sure that you prioritize your relationships in just the same way as you would other things that are valuable to you, it it is important. And sometimes it does take a little bit more effort during a busy season, but it's so worth it because having people behind you, even if it's just a few close friends, like that makes all the difference in quality of life. That's very true. And I think really quick, you mentioning love languages is important. Ask your friends their love languages. <laughs> yeah. Figure it out. You know, I haven't done that enough. You know, I have because I'm like, I, I know, know my love languages. <laughs> What is it? Shays is receiving gifts. And okay, that's number two. Is it? It is number two. What would be your first one? Alone time. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I lied. I lied. Sorry, sorry. Alone. I know. I lied. It is, dang, I know the word. Acts of service? No. Words of affirmation. Mm. That is Shays number one. Two is receiving gifts. Okay. There we go. Sorry. Yeah. False alarm. I feel very, very loved. So. You have to let her know. know. And I tell her all the time. It's true. If if, if somebody tells me, I'm like, uh, thank you. Um, and if somebody gives me a gift, I'm like, oh my goodness, you love me. But <laughs> vice versa, because those are my love languages, I had to realize that that's not everybody else's love language. Yeah. Because while I can tell some important to somebody, like, you're doing great, they're probably like, okay, thanks. 
But <laughs> I, I, did, I really didn't need that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so I've had to be intentional about asking my friends. I'm like, what are your love languages? So I can pour into whatever that is. Like, you know, I have friends who love languages are quality time. And quality they, time they is got time. probably number four on my list. That's my love language. <laughs> no, I know. Okay, just making sure you looked at me. <laughs> I did. You just see me go like this? And oh, okay. because you love her, you prioritize that quality time. Maybe right. a little more than for friends that you can maintain that relationship Without with less time spent. quality time, yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's oh, another friend where I'm like, I know your love language is quality time. And so when I happen to, when we're both, you know, here in the city, I'm like, okay, girl, let's, let's, let's do something. Let's hang out. And so being very mindful of that, you know, I think it's helpful. I mean, what's your love language? Um, I am words of affirmation also. I kind of figured I that. that yeah. 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 Because I love to, like, tell people what I think about them in good ways. <laughs> <laughs> but you like you like to receive. No, I, I figured that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, no, you like... Yeah, yeah, I like... I also like assurance because sometimes I do have, like bouts of like self-doubt sometimes or just not really knowing the direction that I need to be going in. And so I love feedback, which isn't always the best thing, but I know the people that I like to receive feedback from. And those are people that are close to me. That's Mm -hmm. important. That's important. Yeah. 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 Because I don't need need it from everybody, but for the people who are like primary characters in my life who I really love and value their opinion, I admire anybody that's close to me. I admire them and have different things that I admire them for. And so to get that kind of feedback from them on like the words of affirmation, it means so much more. And then there are also like classifications of like where that comes from, where it might mean more from one person than it does from another whose their love language maybe isn't words of affirmation. So my mom is a very affirming person, for example. And so when she just tells me how great I am, I'm like, <laughs> doesn't mean quite I know as what you mean. much yeah. as when yeah. my dad tells me who is somebody who is not always going to be so forthcoming with their oh, feelings yeah. and emotions. So oh, I'm like, good, oh, wow. That is a good like, point. They good could point. tell me the same thing, but it has just a different meaning. Not to say mom love you. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, I know what you but mean. Makes, yeah. yeah, it just has more power when it's not so frequent. Yeah. Sometimes, I don't know how to describe it, but there's just power coming from from different people, what they share with you can just have, yeah, just yeah. means different. So I guess things. that, I mean, that will work for like all, I mean, specifically with friendships and all the love languages. Cause it's like, again, quality time. If that's somebody that's low on somebody's list and then they're doing that, it's like, okay, you're spending time with me or vice versa. It's like, you don't, words of affirmation is not your thing, but you're telling me like, Hey, I recognize yeah. what you're doing. It's like, Oh my God. Yeah. You recognize like it? You're bumping up your lower love language. Right. For in order that to person. meet them yeah. in the middle somewhere. And yeah. I think that, that's a lot of friendship is meeting in the middle. You know, there was a point in time, like you said, in college where we didn't have to do that. It was just like, we're in the same place, same time, doing the same exact thing for the most part, going to class, going to parties, (laughs) having fun, doing a thing. And now that we are outside of that sort of siloed or kind of, you know, closed off space, we're like, you guys don't see my hands, but we're like on opposite ends. And so we're having to make the effort to sort of meet in the middle. And realistically, nobody is ever going to try to meet all the way to the other side just because everybody's life is life and nobody, yeah. you know, everybody has their stuff they need to do. But I think focusing on trying to hit that middle ground, which is very important to me, at least. I'm like, let's just find a middle ground, even if it's not necessarily how it used to be. At least it can be 
a new version a new of version. what mm-hmm. yeah. you know and sometimes like. i think in different seasons it's going to require maybe more for you so like me mm, in the middle isn't always like in a situational thing where oh we always have to compromise on both sides sometimes it's like i know that you're in a season where you're not as mobile right now or you have a lot going on you just had kids whatever it is like i'm going to book a weekend where i can come and see you and come help out or whatever you need from me because i love you and i like want to also be able to spend time with you. But I think that like right now, probably like acts of service or whatever it is, is going to help what your situation is. So I do think that it's always situational, but at the same time, you know that that person has always been there for you in certain times. Or like if roles were reversed, I'm not doing things because I assume you would do the same thing, but I also feel that we have the type of friendship that you would. So it's just sort of- Knowing that you are going to show up for that person and that person has been a consistent like fixture in your life where you just don't really think twice about it because you know that reciprocity is there. They're just dependable. Yeah. Yeah. So what are some of the ways that you have been able to make friends after school, like new friends? Because I think that that's a big challenge that a lot of people experience face, like Mm -hmm. how if I'm I just moved to a new city and I don't know very many people or I'm just starting in a new industry and trying to make connections. What are some things that have helped you guys in cultivating new relationships that have become meaningful relationships in your life? Well, I mean, I feel like it depends. Shay said, I don't know if you said this yesterday or today, the conversations are (laughs) running together. I think you said that about mm, your work. If you want friends within your workspace or like what kind of friend, because if I want to go to work events and meet other friends, that means they're going to be like work-related friends. But if I want to make friends that are not related to work, where am I going to go? So you can be somebody who goes to like different events in your field if you're trying to network there and make those kind of friends. Or your friends have nothing to do with what you do on a daily basis. If you want those kind of friends, then it's like you need to be looking up. I want friends that I'm going to go out with. So maybe look at whatever city you li- live in. The best place to go out and just start going, but you got to go and buy yourself because like you're not going to make friends when you go with another friend. You probably will make friends yeah. easier when you're Ooh. on your own because it's going to force you to talk to somebody. Somebody might come up and talk to you. Like I did that when I first moved to LA a lot. I was like, wow, I'm really going out to these events by myself. But because you're by yourself, people come up to you and talk to you and they're like, oh, you know, did you just move here? You know, what's the tea? You start letting them know. They can assess at that moment. Oh, do I want to get to know this person past this conversation? Or I'm like, yeah, okay, we'll have another girl who just, you know, she just moved here too. Maybe I should connect. Like that happens really often. So I think it's just determining like what kind of friendship you're trying to make. Is it work? Is it fun? Is it, you know, like where are you trying to go with the new friendships you're trying to make? But going places alone, number one. Yeah, I think that's a really good tip. And when I first moved to LA, I didn't know too many people, but the people that I did know were close to me. So like my best friend that has been, I think it's my longest friendship. We've been friends since we were 11, 12 years old. And she was out here and had recently moved. Yeah. Yeah. We grew up next to each other. Wow. Yeah. And I, her friendship is an example of just one that has been such a blessing in like every season of life. And, but it is always different in each season too. And so we've been able to evolve with each other throughout the years and decades, but to have somebody that is a close friend that feels like family here really 
helped a lot, but I also knew that because we were also in different industries and in different seasons of our life in what we were doing like work-wise and the things that took up a lot of our time, I wanted to also make sure that I didn't overly rely on just one friendship. And so I wanted to make sure that I had friends, people who were doing similar work that I was, um, people who had similar interests in other areas. And I think going to events alone was something that was really helpful for me too. And I would just go in with the intention of just making one good connection. Like I don't need to work a room and talk to everybody. Although like if you see me and want to come up to me, by all means, uh, let's (laughs) chat. But I really just like making sure that you are connecting with somebody who feels like like like-minded, like I'm not shy to have like a good long conversation. I actually think that like deep conversations is my sweet spot. (laughs) So, So yeah, being able to just make one solid person that I was able to meet and see at a later time, like we would meet up for a coffee date afterwards or lunch or something like that. And I felt like that always led to something greater. And maybe that relationship ended up staying now through the duration of, you know, to present day, which is amazing. And other times, maybe we were able to connect a few times, but, you know, it was still like an amazing acquaintance that could call on me tomorrow. And, you know, I would be able to help them if I could. Yeah, I think that all of those have value, but still just putting yourself out there and being willing to be uncomfortable and introduce yourself, I think is the first step in making a new friend and like you never know where it could lead to. You don't. You don't. Yeah, I think for me it's a little different just because I've lived in LA all my life. So for the most part, ish, actually. You know what? That's a lie because I was definitely in DC for two years for grad school. Oh, and that counts. Yeah. Granted though, my roommate was from out here and we knew each other from college. So I was yeah, I went out there together. Yeah, yeah. So we technically were out there together. So it wasn't like I you know, needed to make new friends. But then I made new friends from like, you know, my program that I was in. Mm-hmm. That was really it. And then when we were out, obviously we met different people who, you know, were I guess friends at the time because that's just the city we were in. But yeah, I think I've been in LA most of my life. And so a lot of my core friendships are based out here. So I've never really gone into anything thinking like, oh, I'm going to make new friends just because, you know, I felt that I had friends yeah. <laughs> from, you know, college and from high school. Literally my longest running friend, my best friend from uh, literally from high school. So it was it wasn't ever a thing for me where I'm like, yeah, I need to go to these things to find new friends. Like, like I said, I would rather be at home. So mm. <laughs> a lot of times I wasn't going out. But I guess the new friendships, well, we're not it's not really new anymore. <laughs> No. Yeah. Was from <laughs> like, going to like a work event and being like, true. oh, okay, well, I'm the only person here and I don't want to just stand by myself and talk to myself. So, you know, being able to interact with when I'm at event, essentially, it's like, hey, I think I follow you on Instagram. And then boom, wham, wham. And then obviously through that, Amina. And then, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I met Amina through another friend. So I guess it's just like a little cute connection. You know, a little. Yeah. And race. I yeah. think. One interesting thing that I appreciate that I've learned about friendships because I'm also just like a naturally very loyal person. And there were times where I didn't really know, quite know the rules of like, is it okay to make friends with my friends' friends? That sounds very meta, but 
<laughs> basically, if your friend has other people in their life that you connect with, that makes total sense because you love this person. Of course, who they like, you would naturally probably also gravitate toward for two for one reason or another. And so as we were kind of in these group settings where we were able to meet so many other like-minded people from this friend, we're like, oh my gosh, these are also amazing people who I love and would love to like also have individual like one-on-one relationships and not necessarily just in a group setting. And I think that as I've started to learn and grow and realize that relationships should have that kind of flow, I think that I allowed myself the permission to like extend, you know, reach out and just say Mm -hmm. like, hey, do you want to go to this event together? And then from there, like we just kind of started to spend more time together. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I really like you. And I don't want to just wait to have another group setting to be able to hang out. And so I think that like being able to put yourself out there and kind of like shoot your friendship shot, if you will, and like (laughs) you are allowed to have those type of relationships. And it's not like in any kind of like sneaky or malice way. It's just like, we get along really well. That's a good point. Because I know a lot of people think that, like, can I hang out with this person outside of the person who brought me together with this person? Mm -hmm. You know, where, yeah. And I think that mentality might come from maybe there have been people in the past that maybe do have a little bit more of like a protective friendship style. And so if you haven't been introduced to that, maybe you don't have those type of hangups. But for people who do kind of feel that way, and maybe you have somebody like that in your life, maybe it is good to have like a conversation and be like, hey, I love this person. Like, I don't want to like step on any toes or anything, but like, I would love for us to be able to hang out like the three of us or like be able to reach out to this person and get to know them better. Not to like ask permission, like, is it okay that I am friends with this person? But just let them know that that is something that, you know, you want to do, but like everybody just has different relationship styles. So I think that communication is, is key and that might sound weird to some people, but I just think keeping open communication because you ultimately know the people that you deal with on a regular basis. So Mm -hmm. just be mindful of their personality style and their relationship style and honor that while also giving yourself permission to make new connections. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really great point very succinct, honestly. And kind of what you said the last time, like it's situational. Obviously, you know you know your mm-hmm. friends. So you know what someone may feel comfortable with and you know what someone may need a little more, I guess, buffing with. Mm-hmm. And like you said, being able to communicate that and being like, oh, I understand that this may be this. All right, like this is not what this is. Just giving them reassurance. I like a real little reassurance to people. I'm like, hey, by the way, like this is just what this is. Like yeah. don't, you know. Because I also appreciate when people do that for me in other circumstances where they're just like, this is not what that is. And I'm like, oh, okay, thank you for letting me know. Because you're going to um, think about it. You're going to make up your think. own. Yeah, you start yeah. making up scenarios and it's just like, that's really not what that is. And sometimes you need somebody to tell you, like, this is really not what it is. But like you said, some you connect with people and it's just like, I like this person. I, like I would like to, you know. Yeah. And it's nice when, like, you can all kind of get along in your own individual relationships and also as a group. Yeah. And so... I think that the closer that we can all get to like being able to just see our relationships and other people's relationships separately and not be like, oh, they're hanging out without me. But just like 
you just feel secure in the connections that you do have with people and know that like you're all set, that just makes relationships flow and feel so much better. And I think that just kind of, yeah, just keep staying open. I think that is just the key of everything. That's open and communication. And communication. <laughs> I mean, you got to treat it like a relationship. You yeah. got to literally, yeah. it's a less because. Well, yeah. Sometimes yeah. less though. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, some, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like a romantic relationship, it's a different. I'm not but, that chill. But friendships are a form of relationships. So treating yes. it as communication, having Right, boundaries. just like the core. Yeah, the yes, core is a relationship. I think the that's core Boundaries. Because when you were saying that, like knowing your friends and saying like, okay, I like to be reassured. Some people just need that little bit of, I know this is what's going on. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And you mm-hmm. can just kind of yeah. let it be. But then knowing your boundaries with your friends and others around you is like, okay, cool. I'm not going to step on her toes because I know this is like the limit, yeah. right. you know, I'm not going to be that person. If she doesn't like this, great. I know that me doing this is now I'm purposely doing this. Cause I know she doesn't like this, you know, just yeah, setting yeah. that thing in yeah. it's a being respect, aware. Definitely yeah. A respect. respect. But also yeah. respecting and honoring yourself too. And yeah. It's a lot. Space, it, <laughs> like as it we're saying, a lot. Like, and the more wow. we talk about it, I'm like, wow, so convoluted, but respect yeah. and honoring yourself to explore whatever it is you want to explore with, you know, somebody or what have you, I think is very important in being aware of your own self and being secure in your own self and relationships with people, I think is really important. And it's something for me, I can literally speak to a hundred percent where, you know, I had to have a self-talk with myself, like, girl, you need to get it together because it's easy to form something and think that it is something else when in reality it's just it was just me. Like it was just a feeling that I was feeling that it wasn't even that at all. And so I had to say, like, am I secure in my friendship with this person? Am I secure in my friendship with these people to where if they're hanging out with somebody else, I'm not feeling like, you know, I mean, perfect example is us three here. Like, obviously, you guys hang out without me. Like, if you guys are going to events or with other friends that you have that I literally am not friends with, I'm like, okay, because I'm not friends with them. (laughs) Why would I be in that space when I don't know who these people are? But you guys obviously have friendships with these other girls, which is like, okay, I was yeah. actually thinking about that. That was a good example. You know, I'm like, that. it will be, I mean, sure, maybe one day I'm like randomly in the mix, but it's not like I'm consistently in the mix just because I'm not, that's that's not the dynamic, which is I'm fine with. And I had to be okay with it because it was just like, Shay, this is literally not your friends. Like those people are not your friends, Yeah, <laughs> which is completely okay. Yet, though. Yeah. And, I, and I didn't, <laughs> I was thinking that. <laughs> and I don't feel the need to be friends with them just because they're hanging out with y'all because I'm like, oh, it's okay. Because I know I have my friendship with you guys, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, that is that's actually a good example. Yeah, I think that that is a good example and also it's just like I think that there are times where you might see people that's like, "Oh, this looks like somebody that I would be friends with or they're really cool or you meet them in passing, but the timing is just not quite right, but eventually like when things happen organically and you do end up in the same space as them and then you are able to kind of build that connection over time like that's something that I have learned to be comfortable with because it's so interesting in college, it started to happen where I would see people like on campus where I'm like, oh my gosh, I really like them. Or like, they look cool. Or that was a cool interaction. 
I wish I could be friends with him. Mm-hmm. And like, whether it was a year later or some months later, I'm like, oh, wow, I'm actually friends with this person. And I remember like admiring them from afar, not in a creepy way, but it's just your energy will eventually like just attract the people that are meant to be in your lives. And I think like over time, even like the three of us together, like I think that over time things have just gotten closer and closer, but it was never forced. It wasn't like, right. oh, let's have a group hangout and really try to make this one. <laughs> do you want to do a photo shoot? No, everything, yeah, was everything was always just so natural, natural organic. Yeah. 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 And I think that's just the best way to to start. And so whether you're relationship with somebody starts before like all of your other friends get into the mix of it but it just things just happen organically and you have to be okay with that because nobody wants force things in their life no even if you think that you do you don't it doesn't we're, feel good we're not and forcing. it's not sustainable i think the best relationships are sustainable and with that and anything that's sustainable you have to make sure that it's like you have room for it in your life. Your energies sync up. Like at, the stars just align and there's nothing you can do about that. But when you're there, you're like, okay, now I love this. This is something that I want to be intentional about and maintain. And I'm going to put in the work to maintain it. And it's going to keep getting closer as time goes, or we're just going to find our sweet spot. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And I, I think, you mentioned something like not approaching people with just wanting oh, something, yes. which is like let's talk about things. the the reach out real quick. Oh, oh, let's having things be organic, shooting your shot to get right. We talked about shooting ways. your shot with friends, and I, you know, it, it's obvious when somebody's shooting their shot, it's like okay, you're trying to shoot your shot, which I think is fair and valid. But you're right, there are ways, and I think that there has to be some level of like care when you're shooting your shot the door has to be cracked it can't be completely <laughs> i mean it's like looking no here okay I, no, that's true when there's I like agree. just like, like a cold <laughs> a cold call a cold reach out a like, cold reach eh, out what that only works this? for certain personality types and those yeah. people do exist we've seen them and they're amazing like those people are true social beings that have a special gift but we don't all have that myself included and like there needs to be a little bit of, I think, like a warm point a little bit where like maybe you've met the person in passing or maybe you have something to pass along to that person that can be mutually like a beneficial meeting for you both. But if it's somebody where I'm like, mm. she's pretty, let me slide in her DMs to be her yeah. friend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like maybe, <laughs> that, be doing that. maybe that might work. But I really think that especially due to respecting of time, that's something that we need to do in all relationships that we have. You want to be mindful of that. That person that you're reaching out to has a life that you're not aware of, is busy, has other obligations. So in taking their time to meet with you, what are both of you going to get out of it? Are you there to like be like, oh, let me tap your books to see if I can get any new connections out of you? Is that why you're reaching out to them? Or are you reaching out to them to genuinely make a connection because you have similar interests that maybe that person didn't know and maybe you're able to invite them to something that could be beneficial to them or whatever it is, but just make sure that there's some sort of connection point where it's not just you coming in with your agenda only. Yeah. And also, I mean, similar to if you were shooting your shot with a romantic person, 
you got to catch the vibes. Catch yeah. the vibes because you could throw it out and you could miss. And that's okay. You know, yeah. I mean, if somebody is not reciprocating that, don't, don't, don't push the matter. Don't force it because then, like we just said, like forcing it is just like, okay, damn, this person is like on it. And the same could be said if you're shooting a shot with like, you know, a friendship. It's kind of like, uh, you know, some people have the right to be like, no, I'm good. Yeah. And that's... And don't be offended. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like, obviously, if you're in a space of trying to make new friends, it's, it's going to be a little more difficult. And you're going to have moments where, you know, the person may not necessarily reciprocate. I don't think that makes them a bad person. I think it's just like, they're just not trying to be friends with you. Which is completely okay. You know, like, I think that is valid. But kind of being okay with, you know, missing, missing a shot that you take. Yeah. I had an example. This is my last thing to say about this, but it was like perfect on this conversation of a friend who was trying to force me to be friends with somebody. And they were like, oh, oh. somebody else? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, Did they oh. want the three of you to hang out? Not yet. Oh. They were like, oh, I want y'all to be friends. And then they said that it could be like mutually beneficial for us both at first. Like, oh, be friends. It would be It'll help you guys. I'm like, oh, okay. But it was very forced and it just never happened. And then after we met organically one time, it was just like, oh, okay, this is still awkward though, because I we both know that we have a friend that's trying to force us to be friends. And then no. the second time I was like, okay, let's see how this goes. You know, you're still trying to fill the room, like you said, fill the vibes, and you don't know somebody after one, two, three times, even. You just don't know somebody. It takes a minute. To really get to know somebody and get the vibes. I don't think I got your vibes like the second time we hung out. But you know what I mean? Like really getting to know <laughs> mm-hmm. someone. And then it was like, it wasn't until the third time that we hung out. And it was a mutually agreement that, wow, I really feel like I know you now. Mm-hmm. It took us three times, but I'm yeah. glad it was. You know what I mean? I'm glad it wasn't on the terms that was trying to be forced to us in the beginning. Because then it was like, I wouldn't have gotten to know you this way. Right. If you would have been like, hey, hang out with this girl. And you're like. It was a <laughs> yeah. But you know, people do that often, and I'm like, wow, let I it happen love on to its be own. Set up. No, I know I could never <laughs> be set up on a blind date because I know how it would be like trying to think about Unless why you thought Harry. we <laughs> would be good. <laughs> set me up on a blind date. I think it's <laughs> better if it's like, okay, this is like a group thing, <laughs> but and it's I true. invite you both to this group right. thing where you can naturally meet if that's how you want to like concoct a meet cute for people, but just let things be natural because I just think that it makes things just feel so much more organic. And also don't give up so easily. If you feel something, I know that uh, we're also saying like, don't force it, but actually one of my, (laughs) one of my very best friends, I don't think actually this kind of happened with two of my like closest friends to date. I've been friends with for years, but at first, like they, I don't think that they, really like got my vibes in, in the beginning <laughs> i'm like no 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 I you know. will get me <laughs> no you're gonna love me <laughs> just a second give it time <laughs> what? that's true i mean okay. that, that's true so I, I, and i wasn't like forcing them to be fair it's like let things happen naturally yes but i wasn't gonna be like so quick to give up on like inviting them to things like i know like my best friend is not always as like extroverted right away. Naturally, she can be, but when it's meeting new people that she doesn't know she's going to like, I'm like, no, I'm still going to keep inviting you. And eventually Mm -hmm. you're going to crack and you're (laughs) going to love it and everybody's going to love you. And I think that with 
those type of situations. Like if you feel it and sometimes somebody just needs a little bit of nudging, like that's okay. Yeah. But yeah, be respectful, but also know that things just take time. That's yeah. true. Things yeah. do take time. One of my best friends, she did not like me when she first met me. Those are the best Those are the best. Those yeah. Are, yeah. I yeah. have a friend. I mean, we we joke about this all the time. So if she hears this, she already knows about it. But I literally told her the first time. I was like, I thought you didn't like me. And we laugh about it now. But she's literally one of my closest friends and has been like, Right, right or die, yes. but like it's very, very the, the tough nuts. To you know, crack. but I'm Those like the ride or die friend. To this day, I'm like, you that. are a, an amazing friend. And you know, at the time, I we were so young, and so I was just like, does this girl even like me? But you know, we it's funny because we met through somebody else. <laughs> but yeah, we're me and her are, yeah. are really close. So I appreciate her. <laughs> <It'd be> happening. <laughs> The best okay. A lot of my friendships came through a uh, meet through somebody else, yeah, and, and we branched and that's off. Okay. It is fine because you can still maintain those friendships, but maybe that friendship evolves, and it's in a all, different way. It's all good. Like we don't need to be possessive in our friendships, but just honoring like that we are all people. We're all in different phases of life, yep. and when you're able to more like lovingly meet your people where they're at, and it syncs up where it's you know. An organic thing. Yeah. It's beautiful. I just, it is. That was beautiful. I love, I love I like, my friendships. I like They're friendships. So, <laughs> yes. They're so, so valuable. And it's not like a contest ever of like who has the most friends or. Yeah, you have one, oh. two, solid. There's yes. never a contest for me, Joe. Yeah, yeah, I when, don't think it should be. I don't know. A when people, we talk about close friends, yeah. you don't need 10 close friends. No. Like, Three will do. Yeah. Two will do. Even if you just one have one do. best friend. <laughs> and I also, um, I know that we're running out of time, but I also want to say that this, whoever your people are that are able to feed your spirit, that are able to give you new perspectives that you're able to pour into and they pour into you as well. Make sure that the that relationship or those relationships are outside of your romantic partner if you do have one, because making your romantic partner your everything and your only primary friend, I think mm. just really leaves opportunity for so much more love and perspective and independence and so many other things out of the equation. I think that it's just really important to be able to have separate friendships outside of your relationship. So if you are head over heels in love, you met the one that is amazing, but don't forget your friends because they are going to continue to be there to hold you down, to give you new perspectives. You can't talk about your nails at length to your mans or your (laughs) whoever it is to your partner and have them give you the same kind of care that you need. Yeah. People to have. No, that's that's very true. Yeah. I think that (laughs) it's a great point to yeah. sort of Keep, wrap it up. Yeah. And also really quickly to that point, obviously you need to be able to pour into your friendships in a way where not every friendship is the same level, understandable, but every friendship should have some level of being poured into. So if there's a point where you feel like you're out of capacity, okay. yeah, th- that's it. I know for me, I've said this plenty of times, but like, I felt like I'm out of capacity with my friends. I'm like, you know what? I think I'm good. <laughs> I think I'm that's good real. with who I have in my life at this moment. And why is that? Is because I 
am in a place where outside of work, it's like, okay, I, I have this much energy to pour into my friendships and I want to make sure that I'm giving them what they deserve. And if I start adding on additional folks, it starts being spread very thinly yeah. and people will begin to notice. And it's just like, at this point, I'm just like, oh, I just have friends, but do I really? Because am I even pouring into these friendships? And so for me, one thing that I've had to kind of accept is that it's okay for me to have a capacity. Like I told myself, I was like, I don't think I'm good on making friends. Obviously acquaintances and whatnot, sure. I mean, I'm not like saying like, don't ever talk to me ever again, but I know my capacity with, you know, the people in my life in the moment. And I'm like, I think I'm good for right now. That may always change. You never know. But I feel comfortable where I'm at being able to pour into the friendship because I know I'm, I have the energy to do so. Adding more may deplete that energy. And I know I will start feeling bad. Like, dang, I'm not really giving into, you know, this person as I know I can because I'm trying to spread myself across like 20 different people. Right. Just something I want to. Yeah, you definitely, it's important to focus your energy and energy is finite. You only have so much. And on top of being able to pour into relationships, you also have to be giving to yourself too and making sure that you're prioritizing your relationship with yourself, how you're treating yourself. And so that is going to limit the amount of people that you can bring into your life. And so if you feel like right now, I'm really only to be able to give my best self probably to like four friends, that's okay. Mm -hmm. And maybe those other friendships that you have become a little bit like, there's a little less attention, but maybe you can still maintain them at a level that you know is sustainable for you. But just don't spread yourself thin or give like false expectations mm. to what people can rely on you for. That's a good point. And yeah. be be honest with yourself and with the people in your life. Because yeah, things change. And it's yeah. okay. It's okay. It's, it's okay. Happens. Yes. But yes, I am so grateful for the friendships in my life. So grateful for you guys. I know. <laughs> grateful. And if you are somebody that is in a season where maybe you are looking to cultivate new friendships, like don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Shoot your shot. I know that we kind of made shooting your shot seem like a not great thing, but just it's, no, no, it's shoot your so shot. important to do it and put yourself out there as an individual and just make sure that you're being mindful of the person on the other end when you're doing it and it can lead to beautiful, beautiful things. things. Yes. Deso. That was beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Thanks y'all for tuning in. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Say So Collective so that we can keep chatting. Let us know what else you want to hear. We've got some really fun conversations in the queue, but um, definitely want to hear some feedback on how you're feeling about the podcast so far and any topics that we can uh, start exploring. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. See you on the next podcast. Bye. 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 Bye.